Hi everyone, welcome to Camila Cava Food Photography Podcast, a place where I interview talents in food photography industry to learn ins and outs to help you and myself grow food photography career. In today's episode, I talk to a lovely food photographer, Riham Magdi from Dubai. Riham has found her niche in food photography, photographing levitating images of food, bringing a viewer into the magical scenes. I just love her photos and was super, super curious to learn how such magic is created. So I was very happy to jump on a call and talk all about it with Riham. Besides her behind the scenes, we also talked about creativity, working in Dubai and starting as a food photographer. So without further ado, let's welcome Riham. Hi, Riham. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining. So um, for the listeners that might not know you, could you tell a little bit about yourself and what you do? Okay. My name is Riham. I'm from Photoshoot by Riham on Instagram. I work as a food photographer. I used to be an interior architect before that, back in the days. But now I'm a food photographer and product photographer as well. Really cool. How long are you photographing food now? Oh, my page is from one year, I guess. And I have been like more than that. I have, it's my passion since I was young, but I, uh-huh. I, I pursue it as a career for like maybe a year. Yeah. Let's say a year, year and a half. Okay. Six. Yeah. So it's pretty new. How yeah. did you do your career switch then? Oh, uh, it's a long story and a funny story. I didn't know that food photographer or food photography is like a business or can be a business or in demand or whatever. I have mm-hmm. I love to take pictures of food. I really love to. Since I was young, I take it for myself, not for even to show anyone, not even to post on my personal Instagram or anything like this. And then one time my friends, some of my friends say, oh, you, you take great picture. Why don't you you?" You just take pictures for business and do food photographer and be a photo photographer. It was so weird for me. I say, what is this? What is How do you know? <laughs> then, then I searched about it and it's led to this. It's my passion and I need to switch my career because uh-huh. I feel like it's has been photography has been my passion since forever. Mm-hmm. So it was incredible incredibly good i i get got the chance to do what i do now and i love it i love my work now so it's all good so did you just quit like that um out of like no well let's say nova or did you first found some clients and then in the meantime still doing interior architecture I used to do a freelance at this moment or interior architect uh-huh. freelancing. So I was already not having a, like a day nine to five job. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah so right. It's, it's kind of worked. <laughs> but now yeah. I'm a full time food photographer. So it's really great. Yeah. How exciting. Yeah. So I'm just curious because you mostly work in Dubai. Yes. I live in Dubai. I work in Dubai and all over UAE, but I base in Dubai. Uh-huh. Yeah. And how is it like, what is it like to be a food photographer there? Actually, Dubai is as versatile as, as its residents. It's full of different cuisines, different people, mm-hmm. full of restaurants. Eating out here is not weird at all. It's like normal. Eating out is very popular. So people actually want food photographer because social media here is a very, is a very good for marketing here. It's very good source for marketing because so you need a lot of taking pictures all the time. They need new content for the for them for the restaurant. So it's actually 
in demand, to be honest. Cool. And is there a lot of competition for you there? Uh, kinda, but not very much. It's like, um, not really actually, because it's a very, very big country. So mm-hmm. yeah, so and a lot, a lot of restaurants. A lot of work. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And mostly yeah. restaurants you work now with. Or yeah, do you I work, work with friends as well. No, for mostly for restaurants now. Yeah. And, it, and how did you start at that? How did you land your first restaurant jobs? I actually started to to go to ask uh, to to tell people, oh, I can take picture for your storm. But actually, did like one one shoot for this, <laughs> and uh-huh. then it kind of happened. Some people called me through Instagram and say, oh, yeah, we love your picture. Please come and do a photo shoot for uh-huh. us. And then it came, you know, the the this restaurant till this restaurant and it all came like word me. of mouth wow yeah amazing. word of mouth is where yeah it really worked for me and that's it ah uh-huh. yeah. sick and how did you find your first one then you just cold call you just yeah, went to the restaurants just, and asked yeah, i send them i send amazing. them a message an email i tell them okay i can take a picture for you for free uh-huh. for like a uh-huh. couple of pictures for free awesome. then we can we can if you like my picture we can do more if you like them we can make an offer i'll whatever like that so we yeah. actually did, i did like just one just one or two if I and then it just that. started rolling yeah amazing yeah amazing yeah, but to be honest that's how i started as well yeah going for free we're... to the restaurants to start yeah. like rolling learn how to work with a client yeah. and then it just yes it happens picking up yeah nice yeah. And now it's basically mostly word of mouth and probably your Instagram, yeah, right? Instagram, yeah. I get a lot from Instagram, to be honest. I bet. I mean, your Instagram, that's why I contact you. It's oh, it's really, 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 really oh, cool. I mean, you. the way you photograph food. So for, again, people that <laughs> don't know Riham, go check out her Instagram because oh, she has such cool images where you can see, um, you know, it's, it's like magical setups where food is in the air and there's yeah. so much happening. So I was just uh, wondering, how did you get into this style of like okay. let's say flying food it photography a little weird i want to live in a fairy tale to be honest i love uh-huh. my magical stuff i love to win i want to be able to do have a superpower to float make things float to levitate everything around me so i love that kind of stuff and i love to let my imagination go wild it's really really making me like you know out of the box why can we always see photos in the uh, food in the in a certain way but sometimes mm-hmm. we miss this little moment of this splash, this little drop or something like that. I love this moment. This moment for me is, oh my gosh, it's beautiful and no one sees it. So I try to pretend like I'm a magical, in a magical world through my picture. Uh-huh. Yeah. And show food in a different way than anything else. Yeah. Sick. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. And okay, so let's say... Can we walk through, because I'm very curious, and I bet my listeners are, how does this whole process look like? So let's start with the idea generation. How do you think of the idea? Okay, it comes from me still from the weird thing. I, sometimes I get ideas from dishes in the sink. I got one picture. Mm-hmm. I, got, I just threw the cups in the sink, put on top of each other, and I was washing dishes. I say, oh, this looks nice. And then I have an idea in my mind. Then I sometimes I sketch, but I really do that these days because when I'm doing it, I just know my creative, you know, juices are flowing, and I change this and this and this, and just have an idea, an overall idea, uh, a big Mm -hmm. idea. Then I try to make it work for what I pretend, and it goes. The juice is flowing when I shoot. It's like usually 
I usually starts with a big idea and turn out to another idea, but the end uh-huh. they are coming from the same weird thing, like the cups. Like I have a picture right. for noodles flying or spaghetti flying. Yeah, I saw like we, a tornado. Yeah, we had a sandstorm, and my daughter uh-huh. said, "Oh, are getting we are getting tornado. That's then. Oh, I can do it like noodles. Uh huh, and create that. Yeah, yeah, and create it. Sometimes did you mention that you sketch the food then before photographing? Sometimes, uh, sometimes if I really can't imagine it, how it will be the styling Uh around it. But I really do these days. I, Mm -hmm. I actually, it's been a while since I done it. But if it's really like hard for me to imagine how I'm going to hold it from there, hold it from Mm -hmm. here, I can, I make a picture or a sketch or something. Just an over, you know, that a very basic sketch to do it. Mm-hmm. That would be like a beginning, like first yeah. idea generation, then probably, if necessary, sketching out, and then yes. you set it up. Yeah. And then you set it up. So let's walk through that process, because I'm yeah. curious. Do you first start with the lighting, or do you first start yeah. with already putting things, um, no, putting styling? things I style bit, Especially when I do the floating stuff and the levitation, I mm-hmm. I put them first to know when, right. without just the main, you know, the, the hero or whatever, I put all of my setup, mm-hmm. all my styling, and then figure out the light. Then I put my subject, because usually it's just one shot. I have to take it in one shot or a couple of shots, because I have to, if I didn't, if I made a mistake and didn't catch it right, I have to clean up and do the whole ah, process crap. again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. I hate the cleaning part. So I usually do this lighting and the camera last thing. And uh-huh. just put the food and just click. That's it. That makes sense. So yeah. you okay? So now we're building the scene. Yeah. And how do you okay? What what are your tricks there? Because <laughs> things are in the air, right? They're flying. Yeah. How do you do that? I sometimes I use different different techniques. I'm actually testing out different techniques now because it's terrible to set up and it takes a very long time to set up. I usually hang stuff with a string because the more stable and I can control mm-hmm. it and it will stay stay in their place for the whole shoot. But sometimes I can't do this because um, I need to move it somehow or I need to switch it. Mm-hmm. So it takes a whole long time to to take it out, to take the string out and hang it again and do all the mm. stuff. So sometimes I use, you know, the like toothpicks to stand on, I don't know what it's called, um, you know, the flower thing that puts a flower in it, like the green thing is lovely. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I have no what it's called. Me too. <laughs> Me too. This green fun. spongy thing yeah. that you put and yeah, then you can exactly. create like beautiful flower things. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, bamboo sticks or something like that anything uh-huh. around me sometimes a fork sometimes uh-huh. i just use if it's a flat thing like like anything like flat anything anything around me i just hang it with whatever i have i'm trying to make something like a thing that i can sit up in just minutes because it takes oh trial and error all the time and sometimes all my setup fall down and they use sometimes oh. the clip, you know, the clip for the phone. I don't know what's called as well. It's the clip, like um, like a clip metal clip, a hook with a metal clip. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a picture, and I have a like a clamps. Yeah, like a clamps. Yes, yeah, thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So I use different stuff, but I'm trying to figure oh out God. a good technique, and I'm going to share it on my mm-hmm. video soon. Because it's really oh nice. nice. Yeah. It would be very interesting to see behind the scenes of yeah. your work for sure. Oh, it's a mess. Usually, I don't post behind the scenes because it's a total mess. 
And, oh, yeah, well. and I rush for to do everything in time, so I totally forget to take a picture. When I take a picture, it's all my stuff. So often, also, yeah. And I have to clean very fast because if my stuff gets dirty, I have to mm-hmm. clean my diffuser and softbox and all my splashes everywhere and on the background. So it's like a huge, you know. <laughs> Yeah, my softbox is a mess as well. Like all the white stuff is now with like yeah, a yes. flashes and stuff. Yes, flashes. Oh, it's good everywhere in the house, and I hate it. Uh, well, I have to clean right away. So I know yeah. it's annoying. Yeah, but okay. To come back of your setup. Yes. Let's say you hang things on the string. Is that a fish wire? Yes, it's a fish wire. Yes. Because that's like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what an earthly spell. And what do you hang it on? So what what is above that you uh, hang it on? Like a C-stand. It's a C-stand. Just it's a C-stand. on a C-stand. Yeah. So you have one C-stand and then basically what? everything hangs in one line, no? Yes, yes. Sometimes okay. because I need different, different, you know, behind whatever. Yeah, I that's use. what I was wondering. Yeah, you know, the wire, I have a metal wire that's flexible. So I usually do like, yeah, I hang it, but it needs to be light, subject to be in white in order uh-huh, not to fall right. down. It's just, I hook it like around the C-stand's arm mm-hmm. and just put it away for a little bit. But I usually right. try not to do this because it's, if I make a little mistake, it will fall. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very lightweight and you, very, like you if string I, it yes, around it. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, makes sense. Yeah. You know, and I, then if, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> you continue. I think yeah. I sometimes use that as well another, you know, like the stand, uh, the stand that we bought the uh, background on top of it, you know, that the big arm one behind background. And the background you want, <laughs> you know, the background is like the stand, it's like stand as well. I can sometimes. Like the, this, like the square one. Yes, yeah, the square. I don't even <laughs> know how they're called. I don't know. Yeah, me too. But yeah, the one where you hang backgrounds on. Yes, the one you hang backgrounds on, the stands. I usually use see the light stand, the, the regular light stand to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just do different yeah. things and try different setup every time. But no, I usually yeah. do the strings and just stand the strings and the rest mm-hmm. is okay. And the ones on the table, I usually put something underneath. Maybe, you know, the makeup sponges that have uh-huh, a yeah. shape underneath it. I put like an ice cube, the fake ice cube underneath it to make it float a little and then remove it afterward. Oh, smart. And, yeah. And before all of that, I have to remember to take a, a picture of the the whole scene without any strings, without anything. Oh, yeah, for photoshopping afterwards. Yeah, because sometimes mm-hmm. I can't take any, I can't put the healing, you know, the healing, the healing brush on Photoshop. Yeah. So yeah. I need it sometimes, but not always I take that, but sometimes I really need it to just clean mm-hmm. up and be like perfect after it ends. Yeah, I can imagine, especially for the plates, if you put sponge or something, it yeah. can be quite difficult to remove or your hand for holding yeah. them. Hand, yeah. Too thick, something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, yeah, it's yeah. also pretty thick, right? Yeah. So you usually use the scene that's photographed with nothing with to nothing. do a Photoshop yeah. for most. Yes. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have to remember it's the whole process, so I have to remember every step. Uh (laughs) That's true, because otherwise it becomes difficult. Yeah, Yeah. difficult. But it's fun to do, to be honest. It's terrible. (laughs) It's fun to do. It's hard. I know. But it's really fun. Because it looks magical afterwards. Yeah, Uh, it's worth it. It looks very special. (laughs) It really Um, Then I bet for you it's very important that the camera stays in exactly the same position. 
So how do you, are you using only a stand or do you put some weights on the stand just to make sure that nothing moves out of it? No, just a tripod and I just tell everyone not come near it and I put it and I have to be extremely careful. Even if I press um, the camera itself, it sometimes Mm -hmm. moves a little bit. It's sometimes in the whole thing. But I use usually use a remote if it's right. if it's a scene if a very sensitive scene I use a remote. Other than that, I usually press it and uh, make sense. it on timer or something. It will staple and do the shot. Makes but sense. Yeah, yeah. This is the easy part. Pressing the button is the easy part. <laughs> I know. Otherwise, if you press camera, it definitely moves. Like yeah, like what millimeters already for photoshopping timer. makes it difficult. Yeah, yeah. For the I usually use a timer, even if I'm mm-hmm. standing right next to it and just taking a picture. I I still put a timer yeah. in it, so it's like a staple before I take the picture. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, but with that idea, I wonder, like, um. Aren't you, like, when you start setting up, you need to not to forget to, as you mentioned, um, yeah, take a shot without nothing. Yeah. But aren't you at certain point, like, building scene and you realize that you didn't left enough space or something like that? Yeah, that well? times, yeah. I actually, maybe last week, I ruined two shoes because I totally forget to crop, you know, we, Instagram crops it. And if I put it whole, I there is some junk in here <laughs> i couldn't remove so mm. it was terrible sometimes you have to be very specific and very lucid and remember to do this before this before this it's unless you have to start over yeah i have or to not. start over yeah because sometimes the shadows as well i have to put the shadows if i sometimes i take it separate pictures if it's uh-huh. our scene i take like uh one picture with this and put them together in photoshop but the shadows itself it doesn't look, look realistic I have to figure out, oh, the shadows, it will be here. The level of the, mm-hmm. of this will be here. It's just, so it's a lot of planning, but it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> How long does it take to shoot like that? Oh, usually an hour. An hour. An hour. Work. Yeah, to shoot it. The edit. For one shot. Yeah, the edit itself maybe take another hour, yeah. It takes uh-huh. a lot of editing, yeah. And a lot of and you sh- editing, yeah. And you should be for artificial light then or not? Yeah. Yeah, makes it easier, I guess. Yeah, it's your whole process, <laughs> right? Okay. Well, I'm curious because I saw that we we just talked about it. The um, how is it called? Like the tornado of the pasta. How did you do that? Oh, this is was extremely hard. I tried for this particular one. It was I took like four hours to shoot. I tried. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Because I didn't want, you know, I know there is a trick out there that if you, you can put like a plastic and make it a roll, a plastic paper uh-huh. and make it a roll and just put the noodles around it and glue them or whatever. But I think this is was, oh, I, I don't like the idea. It's, it will take a very long time for me to do so. So I just bring a fork and put the noodles around it. Lots of noodles at the top and less noodles at the bottom. And just hold it with another fork and just roll it in the air. So oh my god! It took like five hours. I I actually waste a lot of pasta on the floor that day, but yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a huge mess. It was really. It took five hours, and maybe this was like a hundredth time to do, and I didn't get it right until this one. Yeah, wow. yeah, crazy. Yeah, and I have to do. There is a little splash then on the plate from the sauce. I have to do it in separate picture. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So it looks 
more than the yeah it's it was, it was really really hard this one was really hard yeah but, oh, I bet, yeah, but it I looks like, really cool yeah i'm extremely happy to do it and the edit the edit actually it was easy the edit was very easy mm -hmm. so it was so hard to shoot it took five hours but it was very easy to like talk like 30 minutes from uh -huh. the end to edit it to put everything to Lightroom and Photoshop, everything took 30 minutes. So it was oh, because you made a perfection in the, yeah. in the beginning. That's uh, yeah, like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cool. actually, past at what point they are all on the floor, I had to make a new patch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and start over again. Yeah, oh. I hate wasting food, but this time was terrible. And I was, no, I will get a tribe. I didn't give up. I, I will get a tribe. I will try again. <laughs> But that's a good attitude, yeah. And yeah. then you, until you get your perfect image. Yeah. At the beginning, when I started uh, taking picture, I didn't know how to do like the movement and the motion and capture mm -hmm. sharp motion. Mm -hmm. And actually, at what point I was telling myself, oh, I can't give up. I need to try. And I'm so proud of myself, to be honest. I have to say this to myself. I'm so proud that I can get it now like this and know exactly what to do. And I just practice. Practice is the key here. Yeah, practice makes yeah. it work. Yeah. yeah, practice makes perfect. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay, and then I I have now in front of me another shot of yours where I was wondering how yeah. you did that. Yeah. So it's the one there you see um, an egg falling and a butter, and then it says flour yeah. sugar yeah. or something. Yes, yes. Okay. How did you make that? So first of all, how did you do the flour sugar written in there? I I write on the paper a flour and then put the glue on top and put sugar in the sugar on top of it and cut the flour board <laughs> and one for the sugar one for the flour no way yeah i got a little crafty that day sick yeah and then you just hanged it yeah i just hang it with a string and let it what? and then drop this one actually was like a couple of picture together because i have to do like a specific place to drop the sugar and the flour at uh -huh. the end yeah, but it was yeah, I see because like at the end of the letters, yeah, it just goes like letters. so it looks like it's falling from the word. Wow, yeah. sick. and so you just dropped the sugar and the flour, just no, actually, I pour it from like um, I would I pour it from like a tube to be like a specific, you know, like it looks uh -huh. like it's really coming out from the end of the letter, so you just know, like. Spray it or what? Like yeah, some I sprayed some. No, I actually pour it like you know when you pour milk. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> so it gets at the end and try to do it a little bit and the angle. I have to get the angle perfect. Yeah, oh, so creative. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> and then the egg, you just like open and uh, just dropping. Yeah, the egg itself. It, which one? Yeah, the egg itself. Open and closed yeah, egg. Yeah, 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 the open and closed egg. The one and open. I just flashed it yeah yeah probably before or after right so that you can yeah. photoshop it in and after yeah. yeah yeah and the other one is hanged yes it's an it's actually on top of the milk glass that glass bottle i don't remember my glass bottle how did yeah. you make it stand there uh okay you know that um it's <laughs> i was like a little bit you know it's called i think packet or something it's like a i think like play-doh but sticky things so like to hang the posters on the yeah. wall and stuff like that yes mm -hmm. on top of the bottle and put the egg on top 
Yeah. Every I time don't... I try, because everybody recommends me those, but every time I try to to stick something with those yeah. white things, it just doesn't work for me. It's a yeah, it's a lot of maneuver. You have to maneuver it in the exact point because the weight needs to be on top of it. Um, the egg itself. I need I to practice to, also. Yeah, I, I actually broke an egg <laughs> because of that. Really? Yeah, I have to clean up. I start over. Oh, as I'm taking a picture, it was falling and I didn't get a good shot. If I was getting a good shot, I was. That would be a cool shot as well. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't cool at all. Damn it. Yeah, I have to clean and I have to get out. By the way, this one, I ha- there is a little teeny tiny drop coming out from the. I have to put uh, milk inside of the. with a syringe in the. Top. Yeah. Yeah, at the beginning of the bottle, so it's cut like just a perfect drop. Oh, I see it. Yeah. How did you do that drop? Yeah, with a syringe. I put milk in the syringe, you know, oh, the, the medical syringe. Ah. Yeah, to get it like, yeah, to get as soon as I take the shot, it will just drop as soon as Sick. I think. Yeah. But then is your hand still in the shot and you later photoshopped or you just yeah. moved that quick? Yes, I moved it. No, I filled it actually. I filled it more than I needed and just press with a remote control. I just press uh-huh. uh, press the button and it clicked as soon as I moved away. So just perfect drop. Yeah, it looks perfect. <laughs> oh, this image yeah. is really, really cool. Yeah. There's so why. much work also put in here. You can see. Wow. Yeah, thank you. I actually that's what I'm telling you. I had a big idea of doing this like a flower and the sugar thing. Actually I was uh-huh. painting with my daughter and she was coloring a paper and she was telling me to color in the middle of the in the middle of the word for word for hers, I think. And uh-huh. she told me, Oh, we can glue some glitter and then I can then oh I can but flowers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you gave me an idea. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, she's not weird at all now. I tell her, she's like, okay, mommy, you do, you do whatever you want. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's really cool. Like, but it's also, I think that's really also impressive where you just grow throughout your life and just get sudden yeah. inspirations. I wish there is a universal recipe to get creative or to get that, those ideas. But no, you just get it from yourself. Maybe sometimes I get, when I'm setting, like, the light hits something differently. Uh-huh. I think, oh, this will look cool if I put a drink in this glass and light it from this. Like, everything. And Pinterest. Pinterest. Oh, my gosh. Pinterest is mm. <laughs> very good. I just browse. Uh, not a specific thing. I just write food photography or whatever and just browse. It gives me, like, like lots of ideas to do. Maybe I like this part of this picture. I like this part of this picture. Oh, what if I do this with them? It will look a whole new idea. It will be a whole Completely new idea. Yeah. It's so, it gets from everywhere. You can get creative from anywhere. Amazing. <laughs> And do you cook food yourself? Yes, but I hate cooking. <laughs> I cook oh. it myself, but I hate cooking. <laughs> I love to eat. I'm a huge foodie. And that's why I got into food photography, especially because I think food is great. Food is so enjoyable. Oh my gosh, I love it. But <laughs> I hate cooking. I love to eat, but I hate cooking. <laughs> that makes it tricky. Yeah, it makes it very tricky. <laughs> It's uh, the hardest part for me is cooking food. And for me, to be honest, for me as well, the cooking. Yeah. I'm not that good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so later I try to like, yeah, make food look pretty, but it tastes yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Let's speak. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Yeah. 
Sometimes I make it look like it's a, it doesn't have any seasoning or it doesn't eat edible at all. I continue doing it after I take the shoot, but oh, well, well it looks good in the picture. <laughs> I know. I have it so often now. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, another thing I wanted to ask you, but I saw you indeed do a lot of splashes and splishes and powders and etc. Do you have a way of protecting your equipment? Or you just let it all? No, I will sometimes let it off. <laughs> Depends on the, how much of a mess I want to create. If it's a huge mess, I sometimes put it my setup a little bit far from the scene and just crop it in Lightroom afterwards. But I usually, usually put the first thing I need to do uh, to protect my lens. So I usually put the hood on top of it to protect it somehow. Protect it. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little bit. Went a little bit, yeah. But I'm trying and do a little bit far if it's really a big splash I'm going to do. But uh-huh. the rest of the fire and the softbox and diffusers and whatever's, I usually wipe it as soon as I'm done. As soon mm. as it's finished, the first thing I do, not even checking the picture, I have to wipe it. I always use a microfiber <laughs> cloth with me to wipe it as soon as it uh, as soon as it happens to to not leave. But still, it's got dirty after a while. But yeah, but I try my best <laughs> to keep yeah. it clean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I was wondering, because I saw like some photographers use like a see-through plastic, plastic yeah. yeah. So I was wondering about if so you had experience with that. Yeah, 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 I did. But it, uh, as I said, I, I'm trying to figure out the way to do like this kind of shoots, like splashes, like levitation and the messy shoots uh, mm-hmm. and do it as fast as I can. Because I'm already busy with shoots, the other clients' shoots, and and I do Instagram. This is an artistic place for me. This is an extra work. I don't shoot for clients and show it on my page because I think it's my a way of creative. I do lots of shoot for clients, but it's my way to show my own creativity, my own mm-hmm. my own imagination, and to shoot something different, artistic, rather than just a client work with the same things. Uh, and so I try my best to do this. So it's like extra work for me. So I needed to do fast and good and have a, a very good idea. So the background, the backgrounds usually, I try to put the plastic to protect my area. <laughs> but it, it actually ended up, I don't know, I the setup itself, it took a long time. So I just, one day I just, oh, I was lazy. So I didn't do it. And I figure out it helps a little bit, but I'm trying to be away from any walls around me or anything. Uh-huh. Sometimes I protect, uh, no, of course, no carpets on the floor. Carpets on the floor will be, so, so I removed everything <laughs> and just put a sample. Sometimes I put sample, you know, like um, like a cloth or something to protect, uh, let, to collect a little bit of water or whatever the, uh, the mm-hmm. fluid. Yeah. Is, yeah. To protect the floor, but that's it. But doesn't help much, does it? Yeah, doesn't help much. Actually, it's because I'm oh, it, everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and even I the same. plastic, I found out that the fire and stuff and softbox need to the light. Oh, it will still. I have to clean it anyways. And yeah. this is my my least favorite part of the whole shoot: cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Oh, terrible. Takes yeah. a while, doesn't it? Yeah. I I hate it. I usually do it like, oh my gosh, I have to clean up and yeah. It's terrible. And I you're already tired from the shoot and everything. I know. It was really hard. Yeah, so I said, like, usually, sometimes I sit and look at it. I, oh, I have to clean it. I have to really get to clean it. And they said, oh, I do it with my face. Like, if I'm so angry, I have to clean it. 
<laughs> yeah, especially I usually clean the my equipment as I say the softbox and like immediately. But the floor and the table and oh, this backgrounds I have to clean the backgrounds. So it's oh, it's terrible. Oh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Maybe one day you need an assistant. Yeah. Or an intern. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. I'd like one. Yeah, me too. It would be perfect. Right? I think he will clean a lot. He will hit me or she will hit me. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so now one of the last questions. Yes. Um, what would your advice would be um, how to get better in food photography? Practice. This is practice, practice, practice. Um, actually, I can't. I, I, I taught myself if I practice every day, even for a simple shot, I will improve immediately. It proves the gain from it. Practicing is more. It's, you say practice makes perfect. It's really mm -hmm. perfect. makes perfect. Practice, just practice. And, you know, use the internet. Use the learning available, the free learning. Because I heard some of my followers could send me a message. Oh, I don't have the money to take this course. I don't have the money to do this. I say, okay, you can. YouTube is there. Internet is there everywhere. <laughs> free resources everywhere. Just look for anything you want. Uh, if you see something you like, how to do a splash or whatever, you see, search for it, how to do a splash. Look for all the, the, the data available online. Look for the videos. See, try it for yourself. You might find a new technique for yourself to do it better. This is the best thing, I guess. Practice and learn and try, try and error. And that's it, I guess. And you have to try. Practice and trying. And don't give up. Really, don't give yeah, up. That's a good one. Don't give yeah, up. Just don't give up. Shoot until yeah. you get it right. Yeah. Just keep swimming. Just keep doing it. And, yeah. and if you're not sure if something is really bothering, just contact other yeah. people and ask. Yeah. It's, it's okay to ask, right? Yes, it's okay to ask. Of course, it's okay yeah. to ask. Yeah. Yes, so what would be your recommended actually sources of inspiration of like where you learned from let's say for books blogs influencers yeah. anything the, the pie shop actually that's one would made me uh, first started i did I, as i said i didn't i didn't even know what food photography is what is the rules what is what is how to start it i watched yeah the bite shop on the on youtube I actually binge watched all her videos in one day, I guess. And I can't remember she have an easy way to to make you feel like, oh, it's easy. Let's do it. Just try. She's so positive. And she gives you, you know, the information in a very easy way. This is my first one. I have to say it helped me a ton. A ton. It really helped me. And there is a book I read where it also helped me. It's called, I think, the Magic Light, Magic, and Science. I guess they are. It's very good. It's, everyone recommends it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's very good results. And any video you find, any tutorial you find, just watch it. I'm a visual learner, so I don't read a lot of books. I, I really need to see a, a video or something. So I really recommend that. There's a lot of internet free resources. Just look around. If you search even for food photography online, you will find a ton of resources, videos for people yeah, and lots of Instagram. Oh my gosh! And you, you actually pictures are so incredible. Thank you. Yeah, yeah so unique. And everyone is so unique. And don't stress. You remember, remember something. Don't stress to find your niche because at the first I was stressing. Oh, I don't have a niche. And 
it came to me. I don't know why. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Suddenly. It came to me. Yeah. Suddenly, everyone says I'm doing a floating shot. I'm doing. Yeah. I actually love it. Yeah, that's it. It came to me out of nowhere. I didn't know that I'm going to be this. I'm going to be. I'm going. This is my direction in photography. It just came to me. But yeah, yeah some people are like bright and airy, and they known for that. Some people dark and moody blocks. It just came. It. You have to try different styles at the beginning. You have to do. Then you'll figure so it true. will come to you. That your niche will come to you. Yeah, I remember in the beginning, I was also so nervous because I couldn't find what I like and I liked yeah. everything and I tried everything. And then just over the time, suddenly, without, without even yeah. noticing, I realized that I'm doing something very specific yeah. to me. Yeah, very specific. It just yeah. comes yeah. so suddenly and you shouldn't stress about it in the beginning. Just yeah. try everything, I think, yeah. until you find really something good. you love. Yeah, and sometimes they found something really amazing on the internet and tried really hard to be, but it's not it's not them it's not you yeah, yeah don't yeah. try something you you don't feel it's comfortable doing it you don't feel like don't stress it out don't stress just let yourself be let your creativity go and shoot whatever you like and try just try yeah that's yeah. a very good advice yeah i like this one because I, st- I was really hard it was really hard at the beginning i was so stressed about this point yeah so yeah we found our music. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, mm-hmm. I have one more question. Yeah, sure. Just sure. curious. When you photograph for restaurants, do you also do some sort of floating shots for them or you just yeah. do the usual restaurant yeah. photography? Yes, I do for them. But not, usually not that much because if I am, I usually will need a food stylist with me if I'm doing a shoot because we have a very large amount of dishes and a very mm-hmm. limited time. So I usually have a foot style, especially for the floating ones. Uh, for the non-floating ones, I usually do the framing and whatever they are, just prepare the dishes and do. I look, I do a little tweaks here and there. But for the floating stuff and levitation stuff, I have to have a foot stylist if they, the time is sensitive. Sometimes they say, okay, you can come to shoot, but do whatever you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah I actually have a last shoot. Um, a couple of eh, last week they all they wanted all of their dishes floating in one day it was really hard to tell them we have to get a food stylist it would be really hard to do all of them floating and oh splashes here and there you have to find something to do it uh, it was yeah it was terrible <laughs> and how do you I, make that in one day how many dishes was there yeah, it was like 14 dishes first jesus yeah it was hard and we had um Right before this, it was, you know, Dubai weather is terrible. It's very hot. It's like 101 for night. It was extremely hard. And they have a very teeny tiny restaurant. Uh-huh. restaurant for, and they wanted shoes. But to be honest, they were a couple of pictures. They wanted like three or four. But it was terrible. We just spent four hours doing the shoots. And they had food styles with me, but oh, I was dreaming. The weather was terrible. Like, my weather, if you have, you need to come and see to know exactly. It oh my like, God. You, you know, it was like if sitting in, oh, it was, it, it was terrible. It was terrible. Let me just say it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was the hardest shoots I did. Oh, yeah, that's difficult. That. Yeah. And the, the weather, the weather itself, we have to do levitation outside, outdoors. So uh-huh. it's sometimes it gets Outdoors. windy. Yeah, it was aye, aye. Yeah, and the weather uh-huh. was terrible. And uh, we have to do like the wind came and just 
took everything out. <laughs> I no had to it up. Yeah. It was like three or four pictures. It wasn't a big deal, but it took a long time because of, uh-huh. we were outside and we, we shoot outside and we do levitation shots. So it was uh-huh. really hard. It was extremely hard. I said, yeah. <laughs> but then you also take all your equipment, like C-stands yeah. and everything to hang yeah. everything. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard. It was really hard. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to figure out a different way. Uh-huh, to make it easier for yourself. Yeah, I'm trying actually now. I'm I'm thinking about building a system to if it can be yeah, to get something like a builder just to make something like set up like open and put it. It have all the strings in it. I'm trying to uh-huh. figure out something. Oh, I'm I'm searching. I'm in a hunt. If you have any ideas, please let me know. <laughs> I'll think about it, but that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, to speed up the process makes sense. Yeah, it took a longer time to set up. That's why I'm I'm trying to think about oh, if I can't. And then some people use the, like every single you know part of the shot by itself mm-hmm. and put them together in Photoshop. In Photoshop, sorry, but uh, I don't find it realistic because I think mm-hmm. the shadows need to be like right, just right. Need to be right. So I have mm-hmm. to, I try my best to do it in one shot, in one at home yeah. shot. So the setup and just to control every single aspect of it is, oh, it's not good. <laughs> so it tricky. takes a long time and tricky, yeah, and very tricky. So I need to find the system, yeah. <laughs> okay, good luck in finding your system. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's, uh, but that's exciting in any case. I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah and really cool what you're doing. Thank you. Okay, Riham, I think we're going to slowly close off. So the last question would be, where can the listeners find you? Okay, they can find me on Instagram at photoshoot uh, underscore by underscore Riham. This is a terrible name, I know. <laughs> and it's a very long name. And that's it. And I'm available online only on Instagram. I need to, I'm building my website. Hopefully soon I can share it. And mm-hmm. hopefully soon I can spread around the social media i only have this right now yeah Yeah. we're we're very curious to see your behind the scenes still oh yeah i will do (laughs) okay i'll do it but i'm not the mess okay just ignore the mess when i should when i the mess is part of it we know it the mess is part of it it's not appealing at all i know (laughs) okay okay well Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. joining me. It Thank was my pleasure so talking to you. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I really love your podcast, by the way. I listen to it every day. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. You're amazing in what you do. Thank you. Thank you.